show starting out with a little instrumental from what comes around goes around what goes around by Timberlake and Timberland little mix there a lot going on in AI this morning so thank you for listening to that AI show on Colin we send out a little update see if we can get some people to come join us here. Come join us. Everything is live on Colin. So again, thanks for listening to That AI Show on Colin. That AI Show is a show where we discuss the many vectors of artificial intelligence and the ways that it affects us. Good morning, Jack. Before I launch into my monologue here, I want to give a shout out to a previous guest on this show, Mr. Dylan Schweitzer, also known as Mr. Swish who is moving forward with crypto regardless. He's making a special appearance in Austin, Texas, June 7th and 8th, for the Decentral Convention based on cryptocurrency. You can subscribe to Dylan's show, Daybreak Crypto, here on Colin, uh, where he distills concepts around how to make it rain from blockchain, NFTs, and the ebbs and flows of crypto markets. It really is a financial show. But he helps you understand what's going on, and he really understands encryption. More associated with the Swiss banking standards, and to protect your information from governments and web crawlers who have zero business messing around with an otherwise free citizen. For instance, he introduced me to Jitsi. That's an encrypted chat app. It's got certain capabilities like Discord, but it's got a privacy shield environment, and uh, I've downloaded it here for my phone. Uh, you can also download it for desktop and use it for your chats and group chats. It's just more secure. If you're, say you're a, a healthcare provider, you can use it. It's HIPAA protected. So how are we doing? How are we doing, really? So according to the Irish Council for Civil, Civil Liberties, or of Civil Liberties, on average... A person in the U.S. has their online activity and location exposed... 747 times a day. Good lord. That, that's going to come around to bite you. So this is just one headline that comes out of Data Ethics EU. Another one is... Let me see here. Blockchain is used to fight censorship in Shanghai. I'll just read you a couple graphs from this. Imagine living in a country where you would be sent to a centralized quarantine facility... If a single person in your apartment block got tested for positive with coronavirus, 
where not everyone had easy access to basic food or medical supplies, and where all lockdown critique got censored and deleted by the government. This is the case in China where critical posts on mainstream social media sites are being systematically deleted. The aim is to prevent political mobilization or critical posts going viral, explains Roger Kremers, an expert on China's digital technology at Leiden University, in the Financial Times article. Professor Tong Xiwei from Shanghai's East China University of Political Science and Law, quoted in the same article, warns that the lockdown of Shanghai could lead to a legal disaster. Quote, pandemic protection needs to be balanced with ensuring people's rights and freedoms. Freedom to eat, yo. Freedom to eat. So, but how does one battle injustice if critique is being systematically deleted? Chinese citizens have found a creative, creative ways of avoiding algorithmic screening, such as flipping articles upside down in WeChat groups. Another solution is to make non-fungible tokens, NFTs, of critical posts or storing critical articles directly on the blockchain. Once the NFT critical post is stored on a blockchain, it cannot be changed or deleted and is protected from government censoring. So that's just one of the important articles from Data Ethics EU. Just wanted you to know about it. You can subscribe there to their newsletter. I encourage you to do that. So privacy, you're going to hear a lot about it. Privacy and the meaning of it is being cast aside in almost a continual way because the online marketplace for data is based on monetizing user surveillance. Since we know that there is such a close way to, to uh, associate user surveillance and money, you just need to know that surveillance is money. And I just wanted to revisit that the fact that AI is routinely used to scrape or gather and publicly uh, collect all the available information. And they do that with machine learning coded AI called appies or spiders that web crawl over text, etc. Pictures, whatever you put online. Whatever you put online. One of the long known ways that AI tends to spy on us is by way of web, web signatures, such as cookies. I don't know why I'm having trouble with that because cookies are a menace. Um, cookies are beloved by the advertising world because they collect key consumer information like your address and name in automatically populated fields. Online SaaS or cloud services that most people use every day don't have contracts that you can negotiate on the level of personal information you want to parlay to the servers or that will be used as money or surveillance by somebody else, which are culled by the appies. So while we complain on this program that Palantir and Clearview AI are doing exactly that, we know one of the reasons we hate what they do is that they do not have any contract or relationship to you with them. And it's not they're not simple onlookers who just move on to what's public. They produce insight reports based on highly invasive targeted corollaries using very, very powerful, very powerful AI. So I'm just going to tune that out there. Can't just redundantly share that music. Shared it once, can't do it again. So uh, don't let them lecture you on privacy. And so this boosted system was built initially, this, all this appy surveillance was, was built to initially proffer the advertising industry. So I don't want you to afford them any veneer or camouflage 
or uh, some kind of uh, patina of legitimacy, the ad industry is the commercial mass surveillance field. Do not be fooled. And again, don't let them lecture you on privacy. Don't let them legislate to you or interpret the law to you. They monetize surveillance and they will sell you to any government. You're not a human to them. You're a voodoo doll that makes them money every time they stick a pin in you. So the way to avoid them is to get browsers that don't tell on you, like Mozilla Firefox and Associates of Ghostry. You can manage your ad choices account if you have time. It's very elaborate. But uh, if you don't have time, get a VPN and configure it to anywhere in Central Europe and hit the reject all for ad uses. So private information isn't oil. It's Chinese money. Blockchain and other online monetization tools are suppressed by the U.S. government investor class and the mercantilist class who essentially wanted the intelligence agency license to commit to world domination on demand. That's what's actually happening. So, so I'm glad I have a, a show where I can tell you exactly that. So to give you, so to give you an update, there is an update on the one uh, biometric palm scanner available in Whole Foods grocery stores in South Austin. They did put them, they drilled them in, put them in. So I asked the staff about it, and they said that they just showed up to work one day and they were installed. So I asked them if they were ever asked about the technology. They said no. Did you guys take a vote on it? No. So, this is exactly as I presumed. More technocratic unilateralism from the Amazon subsidiaries. All right. Well, that's that's a mo- today's monologue. I kind of shot through it as fast as I could. I'm glad I'm glad you're with us, Captain Jack. What's up? You want to come talk to me about some AI? Well, all right. <laughs> If not, I'm just going to read this uh, this report on five key trends for AI's future. So I'll just I think I'll just do that. So artificial intelligence or AI is a foundational catalyst for digital businesses, according according to a new report by Gartner. The last ten years represent a breakthrough period in AI's development, speared by the Convergence of factors, including the rise of big data, advancements in computing infrastructure, new machine learning techniques, the emergence of cloud computing, and the vibrant open source ecosystem. In evaluating the trends that will shape the future of AI and enterprise, there are five trends that Gartner sees as being the most significant. Technology leaders must harness these emergent AI trends to democratize and foster its responsible use, adapt composite techniques, leverage AI for real-time analytics at the edge, excuse me, and exploit its generative powers. Power. Power. So, democratized AI will make AI accessible to a wide set of users from uncovering unexpected opportunities by identifying trends hidden in large data sets to augmenting and assisting workers in completing their knowledge. Democratized AI would touch every aspect of our lives. Do you want to be touched in every aspect of your lives? Do you, you know, appies already do that. I don't really know if I want that. I don't know if I want to be touched by AI in every aspect of my life. Um, Composite AI is the ability to deploy a variety of AI techniques aligned with 
the right use cases. It brings the power of AI to a broader set of use cases and users. And it is gaining popularity because it improves AI's versatility, efficiency, and adaptability. Edge AI will enable...
telecom business in a western country that was bankrupted by a Chinese hack that went back as far as 2004. I didn't even know about this. So Canada's government didn't protect Nortel, even though Nortel's security asked. Read Scooper Cooper. There he is again! Sam Cooper, my buddy! Inside the Chinese military attack on Nortel. Globalnews.ca Oh my god. I managed to get rid of... Get rid of Captain Jack! <laughs> He's like, no, you're talking about Nortel. I'm scared. I don't, I don't really know why he left. So it's a mind-blowing cue. So in 2004, Nortel cybersecurity advisor Brian Shields investigated a serious breach in the telecom giant's network. At the time, Nortel's fiber optics equipment was the world's envy. With 70% of all internet traffic. 70% of all internet traffic. That is histrionically significant. Um, running on Canadian technology. That, I had no idea. So, and someone wanted Nortel's secrets. So, Shields found that a computer in Shanghai had hacked into the, the email account of an Ottawa-based Nortel executive. So, this was using passwords stolen from the executive, and the intruder downloaded more than 450 documents from LiveLink a Nortel server used to warehouse sensitive intellectual property. So Shields soon found the hacker controlled the accounts of at least seven Nortel executives, and this was no random cyber criminal, but who was it? Shield examined the numerical internet addresses of computers extracting Nortel data and found that they were clustered into a tiny pinprick of cyberspace. He was stunned because it looked like a room filled with web servers. Whoever was behind these hackers, Shields believed, seemed to control China's internet. It hit me like a ton of bricks, Shields said. I knew this couldn't be happening by chance. Shields says the internet addresses were all registered to the Shanghai Faxian Corp. F-A-X-I-A-N. Fashion. Maybe that's it. Maybe it sounds like fashion. Fashion! A company with no connection to Nortel that Shields, that Shields determined was a front with no real business in China. Seems interesting. Shields spotted another major clue in Nortel's logs of network traffic from Saturday, April 24, 2004. According to Shields, in just seven hours, a Shanghai faction address downloaded 779 documents that day using the account of Nortel's CEO, Frank Dunn. The hack occurred four days before Dunn was fired amid an investigation of accounting irregularities. That's bad. So, to Shields, this suggested the Shanghai hackers knew exactly what Nortel's board of directors planned in the perfect time to extract a massive cache of records. So, today we have 1,488 documents which were downloaded, Shields wrote to Nortel's management in his data theft investigation report China is the source of all extractions we are aware of and it goes on and on and on from there so that was published in 2020 and this man Andrew, Anders Kor his thread 
I'm just going to go back to it. It says, Nortel's brass was mostly disinterested in the investigation and did little more than exchange executive account passwords, cyber expert said. He said that they were more focused on year-to-year profits and innovation budgets than protecting Nortel's precious, precious research. Um, fixing the China problems is commentary. Fixing the China problem requires fixing corporate practices in the U.S. and allies so that executive compensation is in stock that can never be sold, that gives CEOs the longest-term concern for shareholder value rather than short-term bonuses linked to next-quarter profits. See, and this is a, a perspective you don't typically hear. Okay, addressing China as business league, a business mercantilist league, and an investor class that has um, westernized interests engaged with the government. So there it is, right there. You know, it's 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 disincentivizing their ability to move and sell their stock. And that's not where I would go, like from a public policy standpoint. That's like, that's not what I would do. But it really does say a lot that this uh, PhD says to fix the China problem, you got to fix corporate practices and executive compensation. That's a wow moment. I'm just going to sit for like two seconds on that one. So management didn't believe hacking was a real issue, probably because they were selling information. But so the systematic hacking continued, and as a result in 2009... After getting massively underbid on a series of contracts by China's state champion company, Huawei, Nortel went bankrupt. It was more than coincidence, the formal Nortel cyber expert Brian Shields believes that upstart Huawei suddenly replaced Nortel as the world's dominant internet technology provider. Canadian intelligence experts said China's attack on Nortel included the systematic hacking and planting of electronic bugs and spies inside Nortel facilities and the uses of Chinese PhD students hired by Nortel. This sounds so familiar. Sounds like like crap and typical IP theft that's going on all the time using university students here in the United States, period. And they're all business people. (laughs) They're all business people. Like, I'm getting my MBA and I'm going to go work at a tech company. And I'm from Xinjiang or Shanghai or Hong Kong. It's like, they could be normal or they could be a spy. You don't know. So uh, attempts to compromise Nortel's managers using spies from the Chinese Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army. See, oh, this is all bad news. Hey, Captain Jack. Do you want to come talk to me about Chinese espionage? No. He just wants to listen to me talk. So, there were visits by Nortel executives going to China to be wined and dined, the intelligence expert said. It was China's classic United Front statecraft, and those executives were told in no uncertain terms by their security, you're being recruited against your will. Oh, he has something to say. Come on, Jack. Unmute your mic and plug Pangbird. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? I would love to plug, would love to plug Pangbird, but I'll wait for a little later for that. Is it, um, yeah, so I was talking to one of my buddies and, um, apparently he's got a lot of knowledge, like just the security side of the tech sphere because he worked on the other side of it for a while. And, uh, 
one of the things he was we were talking about is we were talking about um, AI and TikTok the other day. We we're trying to think out because everybody's like, "Oh, hey, TikTok's obviously like a Chinese surveillance app." Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, what's the goal of like this Chinese surveillance app? It's like, well, most people think the goal is to distract like people with funny ass dances and like stupid trends and make it's like behavioral the analytics. generation of America dumb as hell. But that's just a side effect of what they're doing. Um, they're using AI in all of these pictures to take... Every time you take a picture inside or outside, they are mapping uh, the area geologically, and they are checking out what obstacles they may have to face if they come for a ground invasion. So they're using AI to check the background of everywhere that you're at so that they can understand the infrastructure of all of the streets, of where the buildings are, of where the mountains are, where all the trees are, for any type of ground invasion. Imagine because everybody in the everybody in the U.S. has used TikTok, that most I, of I everybody's houses are mapped. <laughs> I don't use it. Yeah, exactly. It's a good thing because most of everybody's houses are mapped, even on the inside at this point. Mm-hmm. People have been doing TikToks all over their house. Now, imagine because of this type of information, uh, a soldier now knows where he arrives. He doesn't have to be surprised by anything that you have in there. Because you've been taking pictures of everything on the inside of your house and everything down your street and around the corner, and they've been slowly piecing together and stitching together a massive map that's more accurate than any satellite map that we could do. That's interesting. So let me ask you a more important question, uh, because the presumption is is that, that some Chinese operative will harass you in your native place of being here in the here in the United States or Canada or even Mexico. Um, I was, oh, go ahead. So, I mean, how how would you respond to such such a you know? Because they may just they may not just do like a live invasion. They may just show up and try to heckle you. Oh, just heckle? as a as a behavioral test, like what what are you gonna do? No, as a behavioral test, that's not gonna bother me. Hmm. I mean, has it ever happened? Has has anybody ever approached you? And, and like heckle me for what? Like yeah, you know, like they they just you know they just they're like they kind of do the the Michael Jackson dance move like like what's up? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You know? just rolls up and starts just like just like where's the bathroom? <laughs> I uh, I would I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd be like um probably go ahead and it's over there. Go to the bathroom. Yeah, I think that's what most people would do because I don't think they'd understand what's going on. I just, I just don't think it'd be bad if somebody starts Michael Jackson dancing. I mean, they are. Like, yeah, like yeah. like doing the head move, just the head move and like the, the shrug and head move. Oh yeah, no, I, I like, just feel like up? yeah, the bathroom's over there, my guy. Go ahead, get away from me. <laughs> over there. Um, that's right. Was it a? Maybe maybe they're just trying to like maybe they're these people are not willingly recruited. They're just, you know, they're just thrown in. Into well, I don't think. Well, I don't think any of them. I don't think any of them are being like uh, radicalized or anything. I just think that all these, like, I think it's a. Uh, they made the youth of America do the job of the operatives that they would have sent. They didn't send any operatives because they're like, well, we can just make all of the people that are using this app an operative. And they're not saying like they're not like, oh, all of these people work for the Chinese government or anything like that. It's more like, hey. Take a picture of every area in your downtown area so that I can map every corner. Take a picture of every area in your house so that we know the layout. Like, 
that's it's it's a lot less like it's a very subtle type of thing. It's not like uh, they're like going up to influencers and being like, "Hey, I know that you do like this little dance every single day. That would really work for the Chinese government. Thank you." Like that's not it's not really. Well, you know, I'm kind of I kind of I kind of re- regularly take a big dump on the People's Republic of China, like like regularly I mean, as, hey, a, as yeah. an exercise of free speech in my own country. I just regularly take a big poop on them. I, I like wave the Tibetan flag and you know just do did things you, that did, are just deliberately provocative to like fucking did, piss them off. You just take a shit like on an effigy of like you know <laughs> their current leader. It's like Xi Jinping. It's like yeah, no, you you know, verbally, like, oh, verbally you... not. I don't actually you know have toilet paper in my bathroom with Xi. But that's good. That's a good suggestion. Maybe I'll just go order some. Yeah, just get an effigy, man. Just like a little effigy of like Winnie the Pooh, holding like. <laughs> And just, Sorry, just, go just ahead. Wipe with that. I just forgot. I forgot about um, the the shoe designer. Do you do you know um, the NBA player Eric Enos Cantor? His shoe designer, by the cow. Yeah, I used his art last year. His shoe oh, art, okay. and it, it's really heavy on Winnie the Pooh. Like oh, big, big heavy on Winnie the Pooh. Oh man, I love the I, I love the idea that like there's an entire ass like leader of a country who's just like no Winnie the Pooh, you make <laughs> fun of me. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> I don't know, but but I think it's interesting with the. Uh, with He's the so AI sensitive. Like, why don't you be a grown up? You know, you can't. It's, you it's know, weird. I, I don't know. It is weird. There's, I mean, well, what what public leaders are really sensitive about is really strange to me. Like. Obama was really sensitive about his ears. Oh yeah, and never made fun of how big his ears were. Never like he was like, "This is a, this is a non sequitur." I'm um, I'm gonna shut down Mad Magazine and have a man. Let's uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and use my executive power. Shut these assholes down, okay? They're useless. (laughs) It's a great impression. You should do that more. (laughs) I'm actually uh, I'm actually not too bad at voices. My favorite thing is that I just got a new mic and a headset, so I'm gonna like get. I'm oh, great! I'm not, I'm great. not using it right now. I'm just using my phone. But uh, the new mic and headset is like a bajillion times clearer than I have been, so I'm super fucking excited. I just did, um, I just did a show last night. Shameless plug on um, the Penguin Hangout. <laughs> uh, I was talking about um, natural human rights, and that was a lot of fun. Oh man, I'm sorry I missed it. I didn't get a, uh, a I don't know. I was kind of kind of mired in the whole uh, post blahs of you know the whole some guy coming in and mowing down 18 children in the middle of the yeah, day. Yeah, that did happen. That, that did that did that did happen. Yeah, that, little... that really just <laughs> it just sucked the yeah. wind out of public participation. Nobody wants anything today. <laughs> Yeah, no. Would you, would you like to communicate today? No. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, some asshole walked into a, a school and shot 18 children. So, Super bad. Uh, you know, the, yeah, no, the dictionary uh, picture of evil, I think. I mean, there's definitely... He's at least a Jason. Um, you I said a Jason a, or a Jason? Adjacent. Adjacent to evil? Yeah, at the very oh, least. Okay. Yeah. Is it um Hmm... I uh, I honestly I couldn't tell you. Like I I think about it all the time. I'm like, why the fuck is there this like idea that like 
what is what is going to a school and shooting some kids going to help? And it's like, I think, and not that anybody should do this at all, but I think if people wanted to be effective in getting a message across, they could do the exact same thing in a different location called the Capitol Building and get a lot more results than shooting kids. I don't even know where to go with that. That sounds that's like more terrorism adjacent. Don't well, yeah, say not, terrorism not, adjacent I'm not, I'm not, I'm not things on my program. I'm not suggesting anything at all, but like oh. here, here, I've got this message that I want to I want to get out to a bunch of people because of how angry I am, and I want to take out my anger by killing people. Let's kill children. That doesn't that doesn't it doesn't fly with me. How about you go take like if you're gonna kill people, if you're already way too far gone to be mm-hmm. a regular person and be like I'm gonna make the correct decision and not murder people. Why would you murder people that have nothing? Well, to I mean, do your your faculties on? are halfway like boiled together, Jack. What I mean, you know, you, you at least can hold a hold down a civil conversation and uh, may, maybe hold down a job. I don't know what you do for a living, but um, but this kid probably had psychotic issues, and people who are psychotic are out of touch with reality. And I, sure. I've said that on my program before no for sure and um they're disrupted they're not thinking like you would they're not thinking in in a way that is calculated or they're not making conclusions you would ever make so they're they're doing these massive leaps to uh try to a person who would pick up an ak or or a, a long gun and go into a school and shoot a group of defenseless children in his neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. You know, I'm not, with people are we, that he knows. Are we treating this? Are we treating this kind of like? Um, are we? Are we just treating this like we would treat most people with a mental illness in that case? Like these people. Well, the shooter's dead, unwell, and I think or, that that, well, that sure. disturbs a lot of people. Is that the, is that the shooter's dead? They're, they feel like there is no justice because he's dead. And I'm thinking there there could have been it could have been worse. There's so, many, there's, so many, there's so many opinions on that, right? There's a bunch of yeah, people. There's, no that would, there, there's a bunch of people that would say, "Oh, well, um, what, what happened to all the other shooters? Why aren't the other shooters dead?" And other people say, "Well, you know, like I think it was a good thing that he got shot." And other people are like, "Well, he should have been, you know, tried first. And other people are like, "Fuck trying him. He just murdered eighteen kids." And I can see how there's a this is a very contentious type of thing. It's a shit ton of opinion. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's all you're gonna get. Until there are facts, and unfortunately, people in making it around the clock news, you know, addendum and over focusing on it, I think actually is unhelpful because you should only be reporting when you actually have facts. And I think that that takes the the sting out of the situation. If I were, if I let's say I was a news manager at a major television or twenty four hour news cycle enterprise, uh, I would say as a humane uh, approach to reporting if I do any like if I have any actual news on the network and it's not just exclusively opinion reporting um, I would say I'm going to make a qualified recommendation and say just just touch this when you have facts when you have nice. facts and update don't don't hug it and have like wall to wall analysis like this is a post 9-11 situation like on, yeah. on, on 9-11, the, the news treatment was, you know, people were just hugging their media orifices, radio, television, web, internet. They were just crisis embracing the internet for any word, any any update whatsoever about 
the people in the buildings, uh, who was rescued, how long it was taking, who attacked us, you know, any any information whatsoever. And the 24-hour news folks really benefited from that because people became a crisis captive audience. But that's mm. not really how crisis should be handled now. 100%. I know. Um, I think the biggest problems that we have when it comes to these like twenty-four hour coverages of shit is that, like, like for the Ukraine example, right? Uh, most people with most cameras that were like in the Ukraine didn't like start seeing action until like hours and hours and hours and hours after people started watching them. And the thing is, is that like you could have gone, like, you could go to bed in the middle of like a crisis, right? And if one set of facts is hit is given like in that eight hours while you're asleep, if you wake up and you turn on your like, TV or computer and you figure out that information, you're just as informed as the person who's been sitting there panicking all night, clicking on refresh. When yeah, it doesn't make any on. sense. So, you're absolutely it correct. Sense. It doesn't make any sense, and it's a waste of time. You're getting fear mongered, and you don't even realize that the whole time you're just sitting there clicking. Oh God, I need I need a fact right now. I need some sort of information. The person that went to bed and didn't worry about it woke up and got the same information you waited six hours for. Hanging on it's, every word of these, you know, plus commercials. And, and, and honestly, <laughs> and most of the information that they're getting is repeated, recycled, and then after that, the news right. starts and, to and people people adding their opinions and comments and then in, the in between. Start, and then, exactly, the news starts to add its own opinions. People start adding their own opinions, and now all of a sudden, we're stuck in this minutia of a bunch of weird false bullshit that we're not even we're not sure if any of it's real we get told that there's like fucking like a super soldier like ghost of kiev shit like that immediately and we get this total crazy propaganda sweep before any real information's out just because that's how that's kind of how the news media wants to whip shit at you now they want everything to be going by so fast that you don't really pay attention or you can't well i mean could you could you reasonably say that that's a that's a way to manufacture Misinformation or disinformation, if you wanted to. Oh yeah, if you if you wanted to with that pro, like with the way that things are set up, it would take nothing. It would take it would it would take the agreement of a couple of people to put that in motion. Yeah, and and see that's not trustworthy. You know, the, the news organizations need to be more responsible to the consumer. You know, based well, on the issue. Almost all those from almost almost all those systems are owned by like incredibly rich people. Well, I mean, just because they're rich doesn't mean that, you know, you have to trust them. You have to use them. If, if least, you don't least, trust them or use them, them it's, it's pointless. Half, half, they have no the influence. People, half of the rich people we can try and use. The other half, they're, they're just evil. <laughs> I mean, and not all evil, not all rich people are evil. I mean, I, I tend I to... Said to they were. I, just think, I just think the really rich people are evil. They, they could be. They could be. There's only like, one uh, really, really rich person that I'm aware of that's kind of on my radar all the time now. Or actually two. Um, is it, well, see, like, like, like Elon Musk, Musk and Bezos, those, those are our two, like, optimum rich guys. Our mega, 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 ultra rich guys. Yeah, see, if Musk just, like, keeps up what he's doing, he's fine. Like, if he just keeps doing the things that he's doing, everybody's going to keep loving him and everything will be fine. However, you got that baldy Bezos looking more like Luther every day. I know, dude. I mean, I don't trust him. <laughs> I, I I don't trust him. I don't. Yeah, because one, Speaking he, of AI, put, can you he bought how Whole good... Foods and then put a one palm scanner. He's like, this is great. We should do this. And I 
went to Austin when it was when Whole Foods was like this really amazing, super cool, like organic enterprise that was top of the line and it had a chocolate fountain. All that crap's gone now that that Bezos took over. Chocolate fountain's gone. The the well, why know, would he the, want? Well, well, you need to focus on being productive while you're at work and while you're doing things. You can't. You don't have it's time. It's a grocery to be store, man. It took all the magic out and, and, and need, made you it. You need to create more wealth for the Bezos machine. Don't worry. Don't waste your time with chocolate fountains. Make Bezos's wallet fatter. I don't, I don't, you know, at least Musk doesn't try to do that crap. He's like, I'm just going to do space shit. He's you just know, like, hey, guys, check us out. Everybody likes space, space right? <laughs> Everybody likes space. Cool. I'm doing that. <laughs> Let's just do that. He doesn't wear space to Bezos anyway. Yeah, I just love so. the idea that this. I just love the idea that this motherfucker's like, um, Spacious. what would I do now that I have like billions of dollars? Billions, mm. billions of, Fuck, billions it, we're going to space. of dollars. Like what? what? <laughs> billions, billions of dollars. Billions. Right. Billions. So tell me about Pangburn. What is happening? What was your show about last night? Oh, okay. Yeah, so on the Penguin Hangout, I was talking about natural rights, and I was discussing it is very, very specific uh, when I talk when I say natural rights. Um, I don't think that just versus being, artificial intelligence rights. Well, no, I just I just don't <laughs> think that uh, just for being born unnecessarily. Okay. Uh, you have any rights? Like, so let me give you an example. Um, in the case of, let's say, uh, you're a part of like this. Uh, remote village of people out in the jungle, right? You and your family decide, or not you and your family, your family decides to kind of like leave the tribe a bit and go somewhere else. You get completely raised up all the way until about 18, 19 years old, and then your parents die. As a, you are now alone in this big-ass jungle, right? Because it's alone in the world. You, as, a, as a human, and as you technically don't have a right to anything at all. There's no <laughs> rights. Nothing's going to do anything. You don't have a right to go to the water to get a drink because your right can be trumped by a baboon troop going, oh, hey, this is our particular patch of water. Fuck you. And then they rip you to shreds. And uh, it's like, oh, you're walking through the forest and a couple of, like, you know, you fall into a like pit of snakes that were mating. It's like, oh, congratulations. Thank you for being part of, like, one of these guys' meals. You don't have a right to walk anywhere, necessarily. You don't have a right to do anything. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. as rights being confused with eminent threats, because I think rights are no, no, different no, no. So, from no, see, eminent, the threat so landscape. The, well, the, the way that I the way that I cover this is different. So, <clears throat> um, you don't have um, you don't have a right to survival necessarily. Survival is an ultimatum that you must make. It's a it's a choice to live or die. That's not a right that's granted to you. So you don't have Anything other than an ultimatum the second that you realize that you have choices. So maybe maybe what we're trying to draw from that is that without the the customs of civilization, yes. which come from other people, yes, uh, without the customs of civilization, rights are kind of moot. They don't exist. Right? Rights are rights are made up by people <clears throat> to protect other people. They're not they're not real in the sense that like they exist inherently without anything else. Rights are completely 
malleable and created. Okay, like, uh, great, great. Let's like, just so, let's and, just transitive that right over to some AI stuff. Sure. And and human human, if you're in say in a sea of robotic uh, AI driven uh, technology that represents humanity, uh, but mm-hmm. isn't humanity, mm-hmm. where are our rights? There. Okay, so so the okay, so the right. It's a different jungle. So, well, it is, but we already have uh, we already have civilization, right? So, so there is some civilization. So we have there. we have a we have a jump in the <clears throat> working of this because there's already a society that exists for this example. Um, the sea of AI technology that is going to come out. It is an entirely different jungle, but I think that the difference is is that we created all of the animals here and they're supposed to be all used for our benefit. That's the difference. But we already know we, that they are, are hostile some to of them are. they some do of, feed some off of, of this. Some of them. Most there of them. AIs are generally neutral. Well, I, I explained that's not my position. <clears throat> and the thing is, is that surveillance is a hostility to the person. Covert okay, surveillance okay, hold on, hold on a second. You can, is a hostility. You can, you can do surveillance without AI. I just think the AI has made it more advanced. I don't think that it's necessarily an AI issue with surveillance when it comes to the fact that they've been looking at us since before they had really good AI anyway. Well, how, however long they've been doing it is irrelevant to me because so, it was so when I, so manufactured. Just, the environment was manufactured to to produce uh, to produce surveillance. And to manufacture well, that, that I won't disagree with, at least in that. the United States. What's that? I said that I won't disagree with in the United States. We were made to be watched. But, uh, well, the, the AI was constructed to do what the ad industry wanted in, in inspecting. Well, and, and what they wanted it to do was be, do better watching than they did. That's what they wanted it to do. Well, to, it's it's now it's surveillance. You know, the, the ad, ad industry better. didn't have permission or consent for surveillance. No, I don't disagree with that at all. But I don't think that. I think that this is in the same way. I think that this is like um, a tool is bad argument. I, I can't get behind like a tool being bad. Like you got a gun in your hand, it depends on who's holding the gun. If you got a hammer in your hand, it depends on who's holding the hammer. If you got a pencil, it's the same thing. You can't you can't look at a tool and go that tool bad because it really depends on who picks it up and who's using it. So uh, to me, AI is a massive tool that may be being used improperly, but I don't find it to be, as a general concept, a neutral thing, because it, it just like all other technology, it is. Okay, so so some some technologies are like, like doorknobs and, and uh, you know, ice dispensers. I'll, I'll go with you on that one. But as far as, like, everyday technology, even the one that we're on right now, this is, this is an AI-generated uh, app. So, Am I so real? It, it, you you are some somewhat real. You're interposed <laughs> through the organized connection of tubes. Oh, okay. The so, so I'm real in that sense. That's nice. Jack, you were like an organization. You were a relay from tubes. <laughs> oh man. I miss at John least, Stewart. At least, somebody's, at least somebody's using me for something. That was coffee. Overseas <laughs> tubes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is, is that I have to, to, to really get on here and say things like, 
the ad industry be bad for surveilling us. <laughs> and that's what I have to do. And they use AI daily. The AI doesn't have a feeling about it. But well, the they, AI, you know, the AI will do whatever you want it to do. <laughs> well, I mean, you're also you're also right. It will do that. The problem is, is that, like you're saying, there are some people with access to it that would want to do not nice shit. But I, but to me, it's all the, again. It's like the tool concepts. The, hello. It, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I, all I'm saying is, it's like I, I don't have anything at this point in the conversation because we haven't really gotten too much further. Then to um, roll back on the tool concept on that and just like, like I totally get that there's people out there that are using these tools for like really shitty purposes and that sucks. But I also think that it's better that we develop more tools. No, no, I mean I, I've got it, you know. And I it, just as soon as you said that, what popped into mind is blockchain. Blockchain is also AI. It just it's just a really really cool like imagine a ledger that was just infinite. <laughs> It's just a little ledger that's just infinite to shit, and you get to see every transaction everyone's ever made on it. It's just twisting around. Twisting forever. and twisting and twisting. It's basically forever. Ad infinitum. <clears throat> Ad it's, like a, it's like an M.C. Escher painting. Does anybody even think about that anymore, M.C. Escher? Oh, that, that one M.C. Escher painting? Yeah, I think about it every now and then, mostly because it was in a classroom. Yeah, or Doctor Strange, you know, an episode of, you know, one of the Doctor the Strange doc- movies. That shit's cool. Oh, man. <laughs> My dad, my dad and I were fucking watching the first one or whatever like that, and he's like, like he started doing his shit, and like the world started changing. He's like, hey, that's kind of what I see when I'm on mushrooms. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know. Oh right. my god. <laughs> <laughs> so we got about four minutes left here. Um, we can, we can wrap early if you want. Uh, do you want to give any quick uh, call out for for Pangburn? Yeah, Try sure. Get- um, yeah, hi there, everybody. Uh, on. Uh, that AI show from Chile Dina. I appreciate everybody who's uh, been listening so far and all that good stuff. Um, the Penguin Hangout is a place where we go to to discuss various ideas on, every single day on um, various topics. It's never, ever the same. It's constantly changing. We've got a pretty decent uh, program of people. Uh, like I said, every day, Monday through Monday, we've got it a show. Um, sometimes we double up on shows. And there's also a Discord that you can join. If you go to uh, Discord, you type in Pangburn, or if you go to uh, Google, type in Pangburn Discord. There's a uh, way to get there. It's not going to be too difficult. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Sheila, for letting me shield myself for a second. <laughs> I'm Captain Jack, by the way, on there. I'm Captain Jack! Or not show. So I, yeah. I did a formal invite of Mr. Zach because he's excellent on AI, and I just I just enjoy you guys a lot. I go to Pangburn a lot. I'm a Pangburn person uh, mm-hmm. who really enjoys hanging out with all the Pangburns. And uh, Travis, you know, here's a link, come to the show. Here's a link, come to the show. Every day, every day, every day. So oh, you can yeah, always Pangburn. There's so many opportunities to Pangburn. Oh, yeah. No, we're, a, we're a really, really, really fun place. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you came. You were the only one, dude. Everybody else was like, I don't want to. Well, I literally I literally just woken up, like like just woken up, and I was like, hmm, what's going on? And I looked over, and that's why I didn't join immediately, because I was like, <laughs> getting together. I was getting myself together. Like, uh, uh, AI, right when I wake yeah, up. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I made it, then, then I, as soon as I got my, as soon as I got myself together and I had my milk, I was capable of coming. <laughs> milk? Milk in the yeah, morning. 
We're Captain Jack. That's right. Milk right, is delicious. Captain. And then and then now I'm following it up with some alcohol. So I will. <laughs> White <laughs> Russian. Will. Woo! Yeah, that's right. Day drinking. So <laughs> uh Memorial Day other, weekend uh, is around the corner. You're just starting just a tad early. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of, you know, like you know, fucking who gives a shit. <laughs> Uh, fucking nobody judge me. Everyone will judge you, dude. Oh, no, 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 they can. No, you it. can we'll judge me. You have the ability. You have the ability to. No, you have the ability to judge me. It's just it's not going to affect me in any way. That's right. You you will be nice and 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 numb, and you won't yeah, you won't be, feel the judgment. Exactly. Maybe. Yeah, I'll be so drunk. I'll be laughing at you guys. Ninety ah. percent of the reason why people get drunk is so that they do not have to feel the judgment or the per- perception of judgment. See, it's not even judgment for me. I don't like to feel the weight of my own brawn, so I just kind of, like, kill half of it. What is your brawn? The weight of my your brain. own brawn? What, what is that? My, the weight of my own brain? It kills me all the time. I'm constantly oh. thinking about shit. Sometimes I just like to... Well, you can it's make not, It's not even high lighter. concept shit. It's just constant. <laughs> yeah. It, people with, with real intellect or any kind of, like, Massive CPU up there have have trouble. They have um, they have real I'm trouble. They start on... they start thinking about problems and it, it becomes it becomes a difficult heaping weight. So I I I relate to your trial there, guy. Yeah. But uh, no, maybe maybe can... there's an AI appy that will help you with that heavy lift. Hey man, you know <laughs> honestly, if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't just for information gathering, I'm not gonna lie, I'd have a little AI thing. Like, uh, there's this thing called Replica or whatever. If it wasn't about the information gathering, which I'm pretty sure most AI is right now, but it's not like it's the AI's fault. Um, I no. would uh, I would use it more because there's this little, um, yeah, it's a little app. It's called Replica. You download it. You talk to an AI. It talks to you. You guys learn from each other. And it pretty much gives you somebody to have a conversation with whenever you want. And uh, Don't be alone. There's always AI. Exactly, and uh, they learned. How do you know that you. I'm real? How do you know that I wasn't just generated to look and sound like an AI, well, or you? like a human, imitating an AI? Uh, you, like you specifically? Yeah, yeah. How do you know? Oh, I, I, I don't know, but I think if they did it, it'd be because people are holding out, just like see, you know, if like you know, you're hot or not. Hot or not? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what people are. They're holding out to see. They're like, well, if she's an AI, it sounds like a really good AI, and if she's not, well, you know. Well, I mean, at least you could, you know, if I were an AI, you could, you could, you could just code me to be hotter. I mean, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, code you to be, I mean, yeah, like, you, you could, know, you AIs don't have a physical representation, so, so can that's, you, that's I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, are you learning now? Is the AI center of you going, okay, must be hotter, understood. Okay, and the thing is, it's hot <laughs> as well, the, so it would be, have to, it, the, 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 there would be toggles, like, and things like that. <laughs> I'm sure there would be settings and, and, and manipulation of settings and things like that based on preferences. Uh, hold yeah. on a second, guys. Let me control. Let me control her AI. I'm turning on sultry. <laughs> <laughs> the rock. Oh. <laughs> See, is, I'm not. I'm not a bot. I'm not a bot. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and correct that right now. Like, not an AI. Not an AI. <laughs> no, not not an AI at all. This is this is organic gonna... technology that's that's getting more broken as time goes on. Well, you know, like there's still there, you know, there you still is a sultry code. there is still is a sultry slider switch. It's just not the exact same thing for people. Yeah, it's just not real. It, it's gonna be meta. You can just meta me into hotness. 
I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of places like on the body you could call a button where you're like, "Hey, you could be a little more sultry if you press there." Ew, sultry. <laughs> sultry setting. Sultry. Sultry. <laughs> okay, we're getting into the wrong zone. Hey, would you yeah, no, I know, right? We're gonna start bringing in the wrong kind of people. Who are like, let's talk about some AI porn. <laughs> porn is free. AI porn? What? A- AI porn. I'm sure it's already happened. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> you, okay, you're don't sure bring AI... Bring me news about that. The AI generated no, porn? On Friday. Uh, I just want to let everybody know who's still listening, uh, and that would be you, <laughs> Captain Jack, that, uh, that on Friday there is another AI show. And we will Excellent. come back to this, and, and we can talk about um, AIs that do things for you that you like. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they're making robots that do a lot of things people like now. <laughs> I mean, I, that's one of the upshots of, of, of actual AI. We could, we could go to the bonus bonus round on Friday because it's going to be Memorial Day weekend. Uh, oh, excellent. You know, definitely come back. Definitely come back. But I'm going to wrap it right now and, and say Sounds thank like you blast. guys for attending the that AI show. Uh, we'll be back on Friday between 8 and 10. Thanks for joining. Take care. Have a great one. Well, thank you. Bye. Bye.